Today we are live from the Airstream in Denver, Colorado with April Bibich from Eddie Bauer. Welcome to Retail in America. This is Ron Thurston, the best-selling author of Retail Pride, and this podcast is part of the Retail in America tour, my year-long journey to discover incredible retail heroes all across the country, celebrating our retail culture, community, and careers. Go to retailpride.com or on Instagram at retailpride to see it all, including past episodes of this podcast and the future cities of the tour. And just added, there are now Spotify playlists that I've developed, so check them out on the website next to the podcast and videos for each city that we visit. And I love to take requests for songs to add. And today we're in Denver, Colorado at the base of the Rocky Mountains on a gorgeous morning, ready to have this conversation with April. But before we get started, I want to thank the three important title sponsors for the Retail in America tour and this podcast. Spotify Advertising. Spotify has grown to over 420 million monthly unique registered users around the globe, over half of which are supported on the ad platform. Spotify Advertising will help you reach and target your audience across devices, locations, and formats. Ubic. Over 300 companies in 80 countries trust Ubic to drive their retail performance at scale, get real-time visibility into multi-location business execution, digitized task management, and consistent digital mobile learning for their teams. And KWI. KWI is the industry's only true turnkey omni-channel platform for specialty retailers. With over 35 years of experience, let KWI help you execute flawlessly with the features that matter most, including endless aisle, clienteling, mobile checkout, inventory management, e-commerce, and more. The links to learn more about all three of these great brands will be in the show notes and at retailpride.com. So let's get started with the show. I've got another incredible retail hero here with me today that I would love to introduce. April Bibich is a Colorado native, a perfect person for my time here in Denver, and has been in the retail industry for over 20 years. She's currently the store manager of Eddie Bauer in Park Meadows and has a long tenure in leadership at Victoria's Secret and Children's Place. Her accidental career started as a summer job working with her mom, which I want to hear that story, um, (laughs) as she worked through school and graduated with a bachelor's degree from the University of Colorado, Denver, in elementary education. However, the birth of her son, Dom, redirected and solidified her career in retail. She's now mom to Dom and his sister, Bella, who endlessly keep her entertained with their teenage shenanigans. She also loves playing with her Golden Doodle Baxter, camping, hiking, paddleboarding, and riding motorcycles, all the true outdoor life that Colorado and the beauty of it here has to offer. And with that, welcome to Retail in America, April. Hello. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. Thank Glad you. you. So we're here in the Airstream. Yes. In the uh, kind of the base of the Rocky Mountains, about two hours outside of Denver. Yeah. It's beautiful here. Beautiful. You guys picked a great spot. <laughs> <laughs> you messaged me on LinkedIn last year about how much you love Retail Pride, which I very much appreciated. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you work with Daria Marnella, who is kind of a Retail Pride super fan. <laughs> she loves the book. I love the book. And we have a unique story. She is based out of Pennsylvania, Freddie mm-hmm. Bauer. 
I'm here in Colorado, and we have a friend, Lily Tran, in California. All three of us know Retail Pride. <laughs> we all talk about Retail Pride, but we have never met. So LinkedIn is our common ground for lifting each other up, talking about what's going on in our stores, yeah. and just making sure that we stay connected. And if Retail Pride is the forum for that or your connection point outside of your company, that makes me really proud. The language that Retail Pride speaks was as if it was speaking from each of us. Mm. It didn't even take me the first couple pages to be like, everyone go read this book. <laughs> because I have heard, when are you going to get a real job? Mm. When are you going to use your bachelor's? Mm. You have a degree and a license to teach. How about you use that? Mm. Little do they know you teach and I, every day. I teach every day. I make posters every day. I give gold stars every day. <laughs> Everything that a teacher could or would do, I just do it differently. Yeah. You know, the skill sets that retail managers and starting associates will find and that managers teach and guide, they're just unparalleled yeah. to many other fields, but they're also transformative. We can do many, many things. Mm-hmm other than just retail. Mm -hmm. So, What's your response when someone says, oh, when are you going to get a real job? I've never asked someone that question on this podcast. What do you, what's your response? For me, it's always, well, I have two real jobs. I'm a mom and I work for. Mm. So when it was with Victoria's Secret, it was more aligned to, well, what if I told you I was helping someone today emotionally get through the decision of a mastectomy. And they would kind of step back and say, well, what do you mean? And I was like, Victoria's Secret's more than just bras and matching sets. It's the connection that you're building with customers. So finding out why they're coming in, what their needs are. As my daughter was growing up and I transitioned into pink, it was the young girl's first experience with a very sensitive subject. So how are you making sure that that's comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's the emotional connection with a customer. And now with Eddie Bauer, where are you going? What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't get to travel as much. I do work retail. It's a different schedule and structure, and it works very well for my family. But when they tell me that they're going to Ireland, I'm like, yes, take pictures, <laughs> bring them back. Or this is the rain jacket you're going to need because I know that this is, you know, all this technology is built into it and you will be 100% comfortable. Yeah. So it's the emotional connection of what I do personally that helps them succeed in what they're doing next mm-hmm. that I take pride in. Mm-hmm. I love that response of, let me tell you a little bit about a couple of the customers that I've had recently and those conversations mm-hmm. because I think that sets the tone for I don't just work in retail. This is a real job and here's why. Here's just some examples of impact that I made today. Mm-hmm. And likely every day, whether it's Victoria's Secret or today at Eddie Bauer, there's an impact that you make. Yeah. Or one of my most recent customers, he hikes seven to eight miles every morning. He was wearing our Eddie Bauer shoes and he's passionate about them. Turns out they were going to Machu Picchu in less than a week, and he had been hiking so much in the boots that he kind of wore them out. And so he came in and he's like, do these even exist anymore? I need multiple pairs. Because he had to also get them within 24 hours and break them in for his trip. You can't That's a hike serious hike. 
And so we made it happen. And then two days later, after he got his boots, his friend came in and said, oh my gosh, are you April? You just helped him get his boots. I need some stuff. And so I was like, you guys have to bring back pictures. I need to know where you went. Right. And it's fun. And I'm sure they will. Or there's Instagram or there are ways to stay connected. Yeah. So you, you have this emotional connection. You solve a problem, an idea, you know, a need that someone has. Yeah. And then you've immediately built a connection, a mm-hmm. human relationship. Mm-hmm. Great. I want to step back and talk about Denver because yeah. this is retail in America and you're a Colorado native. You grew up in all of this beauty. Yeah. Um, but tell us more about the retail scene. You work in Park Meadows. Um, which is, I know, a beautiful mall that I'll see next week. But tell us more about just what's happening in Denver. Yeah, so Denver is constantly growing and changing. I think that westward expansion, just Mm. as it always has been, Denver's got that same mindset. What's next? What can we do next? How can we think differently about the changes that are occurring? Um, So I think it's a very innovative city. It's a very eco-conscious city. Mm. Um, We can't live where we live without protecting where we live. Park Meadows, when you go, you'll find it's themed around the mountains and the cabins. Mm. It's not maybe your traditional looking mall. Their title is Colorado's only retail resort. It's a luxury destination for an entire day's time of shopping. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got luxury, you know, with Cherry Creek, So there's this nice balance, and I know a beautiful outlet mall in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So you have this nice mix of the best of retail has to offer. Yeah. In the city, everything takes maybe 30 minutes to get to. With traffic, maybe more. It's okay. People are coming to Colorado. They're moving from everywhere to come here, and the mountains make it easy. But when you have Colorado Mills, one of the largest outlets, you have Silverthorn outlets Mm -hmm. only an hour up the mountains. Castle Rock. I've known many people to do the outlet tour all in a day. Just hit them all. You have Flatirons Mall. You're going to be close to that one up here. There's just a lot of opportunity for supporting the customer and supporting the customer's needs. And I think that that also helps define Colorado retail. That's great. So I want to jump into your career and some highlights from brands that you've worked for and some successes that you've had. But I want to start with your mom, because when we spoke last week, you said your retail career started as a young girl working side by side with your mom at Foley's. Yeah. Back in the day, she was able to find a position with Foley's at the local mall. So we live in Littleton. Southwest Plaza is right there. Mm -hmm. It's been there 30 years So I'm dating myself a bit, (laughs) but she found a position that supported us as kids for school and, you know, a working mom that's then and now, I think that's always the goal is how do we do both? And she was able to find a position that worked 10 to 2. So she was there for us to get ready in the mornings for school and there when we got back from school. Hmm. As we got older, she was able to then pick up more hours. We became more self-sufficient. So she would do 6 a.m. to 2. Still home after school. She growing a little bit more. Mm. So when I was younger, what I would do helping her, she was in the building doing what she needed to do. But I was positioned down in the juniors department. 
the craziest of the crazy <laughs> departments is. where Z-Rack after Z-Rack of new product from the dock would come down. The fitting rooms would not be cleaned out. There would be, <laughs> it was just, I remember a mess <laughs> and we had to be ready for open. So prioritize your tasks, see what you need to get done first, yeah. then lean into the details. And if there was other people to help, there'd be other people to help. But most mornings I'd go in especially summer. I mean, that's really when I was helping her was summer. Sure. But um, yeah, I would do the same kind of 10 to 2 or 6 to 2 with her and just kind of be in the background mm-hmm. and work the stock. But what a great training ground for you to have early in your career. You still wanted to study education. It sounds like you were working retail part-time, but said, maybe I want to be an elementary teacher. Yeah, as I left out of Big Box, I found myself at Children's Place, and it's a kids-oriented company, and I still do. I love little kids. They are just the cutest, (laughs) and when they're learning, they're sponges. In good ways and bad ways, you they're little parrots. They'll repeat everything you say, but they'll also absorb everything you do and that you are teaching for them. So I really wanted to be kindergarten through maybe second grade teacher, but through Children's Place that supported me through my bachelor's after college, found I was pregnant with my son and he was that redirection for me, mm-hmm. but he was born with um, multiple allergies, so allergic to milk, soy, eggs, wheat, mm. nuts, all environmentals. He had the whole gamut. And wow. so his medical needs and already knowing the support I have in my retail career, I stayed in retail because I knew that retail would not just support him, but it'd support me, allowing me to support him. Wow. So you're a store manager at Children's Place. You have a young son with a lot of things that you're trying to discover about mm-hmm. him and balancing all of that work sounds like it was a probably a really challenging time for you in your life. With Dominic, it usually always is. <laughs> um, when you have a child that I would define as a disability with all these allergies, there's just a high level of consciousness and awareness that you always have to have and the level of trust that you would give other people with your child in that sense does create a lot of stress. But we were very, very fortunate and blessed that my parents have looked after the kids. His other set of grandparents look after the kids and we've just always kept it in the family. And so he's always been safe and that created more support as well. So Mm. whether they know it or not, inadvertently the family has always been supportive of my retail career through the support of my kids. Wow. And kind of back to where we started, the idea of not having a real job in retail, there's another layer to it here of that job created your ability to manage your schedule, to take care and make sure your son was safe. Like that's really powerful. When I'm hiring new employees and I'm interviewing and asking the questions to find out their why for what they're looking for, I always share my story mm. that retail's always supported me. It supported me through school. It supported me through marriage. It supported me through separation and new relationships. Mm. And it supported my kids for whatever they've needed. Mm. Um, so when I hear that retail doesn't do things, I just, in the back of my head, I'm like, mm. I'm sure that it does. So how do we creatively think? Correct. 
because it can do so many things for so many people. Correct. And it may not be the right company or it may not be the right leader. Completely. So I think that often the challenge is how do we assess what we need first from a company, not what the company needs from us, mm -hmm. and then find that great match. Yeah. So that you've assessed what you need, what your schedule needs to be, what you need from a development standpoint, and then find the perfect match in a brand. And that's sometimes the unicorn. Yeah. So back to creative thinking, curiosity, yeah. your pillar. How do we stay curious for ourselves? How do we stay curious for others? How do we ask for more? You won't know unless you ask. Yeah. So um, just being open and being open can really open many doors. Yeah. And asking for what you need. Because I think part of the not being proud of working in retail is that sometimes we settle and say, well, this, it was good enough, or I had a job, or I, I'm getting paid on time. And so we set the bar too low. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, I'm actually highly qualified. I have a very wide skill set. I'm going to find a company that will support me and my development and the needs of my life outside of this store. Yeah. And I think being that self-advocate for yourself is something that many people just need to find. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to find that. I've definitely had moments where I felt like, I'm, mm, this works. You know, I'm happy. I really enjoy the company that I'm working for. Mm -hmm. but then you get to that, okay, am I at the status quo? Is this all that there is? So in 2020, kind of hit my transition point with the company I was in. And came across a book by Brene Brown, Daring Greatly. And just as your book has the first few lines that hooked me, her book had a quote from Theodore Roosevelt, The Arena. And what really captured me about that quote that I've shared with many others is, if you're not in it, you can't speak to experiencing it. And we in retail are in the arena every day. <laughs> I love that. So to me, it's also perspective of role. What are regionals are working in day to day? That's their arena. Yeah. I don't know that arena yet. My district directors, that's their arena. As a store leader, I am in the same arena with my team. I just might be doing a few more things that, mm -hmm. than they're doing. But when it comes to the customer experience, that arena is ours. So when the question of, well, when are you going to get out of retail? Nope, this is my arena and I like it. Mm. So, What a good metaphor to think about the four walls of a store as an arena that we're like here to not battle, but to experience something together. Yeah, and to succeed in all the little things, the first day training experience, the first success of a customer compliment mm. that is ever elusive sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but loved her quote. And it just made me really reflect on where I wanted to go with my career. And I decided, let's see what's out there. And I came across Eddie Bauer and the opportunity for Park Meadows. And then my story took a different turn. <laughs> I left Victoria's Secret on March 7th of 2020. I was hired with Eddie Bauer on March 9th. And I was furloughed on the 16th. <laughs> and as someone who has worked since they are 15, always had a job, be it both school, as a mother, as a student, I am always working. <laughs> 
I did not know the word furloughed. (laughs) (laughs) And after everything that we and I felt I had put into my career, supporting my family, that was a real hard struggle. And coming back, knowing I have all the skills I need, I may not have had any training (laughs) in my like nine days before furlough. (laughs) Um, Bottom line is, you know, customer service product placement visuals that can come, but you know how to help a customer find something. Yeah. And we opened our doors back in June and we went rolling mm-hmm. and it's been rolling ever since. I've yeah. been promoted with Eddie Bauer three times in the past two years. Wow. And the growth opportunity that I've had with them is unlike anything I've had with other companies. Mm-hmm. But what an interesting perspective to not have specific Eddie Bauer training pre pre furlough and then to say okay april it's time to go back to your store and you don't really have the eddie bauer tools yet you have 20 years of experience and that i think it speaks to the industry it speaks to the skills we develop as store managers that the product may be secondary but exactly to your point you know how to serve you know how to serve others and you know how to support your team and it's a role of service yeah it is. In any position that we're in, it's of service yep. and balanced between the customer in front of us and the partner that we're working with. Yep. So I want to switch to Retail Pride a bit um, because you are so complimentary and so generous with what you said. What are you most proud of? I think the ability to support my kids. Mm. Through your career. Through my career. Yeah. yeah. That means a lot. Yeah, sometimes it's always hard, you know, there's hard days, there's easygoing days, but knowing that my kids have what they need, they have the love that they need, they have the family support that they need, and that I'm able to ensure that my son is taken care of, that my daughter is taken care of, Mm. I take great pride in that. Mm. Beautiful, thank you. Do you have stories of people who have worked for you that you have now seen blossom into other great retail careers? I have some as we've kind of grown through the years, some stay in touch and some haven't, (laughs) but through kind of Kismet, uh, my former store manager, Helena Phillips, who is on LinkedIn with us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She and I worked at Victoria's Secret and she transitioned and left Victoria as well. But she, through her career now at Dillard's, is a regional manager. Wow. And so knowing the potential of the people that I work with, I think that's something that she and I have even talked about. It's a pretty exceptional thing to know what somebody can do and then to see them go do it. Mm. And she has untapped potential for her career. And how have you identified that in your past? How have you identified potential? Different ways. I think currently I have an associate on my team who he knows his shift starts and he just jumps right in. He asks for feedback. He asks for direction, but he also, he knows expectation and he knows how to elevate the expectation. So for me, I know with my management team, we've discussed what he want next. He's delivering above expectation currently. What can we do more for him? Mm -hmm. In other areas, it's the challenge of how do we give people more when people are always asking. 
okay, I finished that. What's next? <laughs> Finish that. Let me show you what I did. Yeah. What can I do next? The fast pace, the ambitious ones that are wanting to fulfill their day, that's an untapped moment where you may have talent. Yeah, right. And you're a training store manager. And so you said you have two assistants today in your store who have trained and are ready to go to have their own stores. And you've played an enormous part in their next steps in their career because becoming a store manager is um, often kind of the peak of the mountain of success. So yeah. how, do you, how do you approach training that way? So very fortunate with Eddie Bauer, they have an exceptional training program that was formatted from our higher up leaders. And it takes them through a very fast paced three month course where they partner with other district directors, HR partners, and they lead an entire month solo store manager. And Sergio just took us, he's my full-time ASM. He just took us to number one retail volume through his solo month. So there's exceptional amount of pride with their potential, but for what they do in this program, it gives them so much fast knowledge and insight to the foundational pieces that when they layer in their skill sets that they're bringing, mm-hmm. that's the success of the program. Wow. And during that month, when Sergio is leading the store to new highs and successes in the company, where are you? <laughs> this last month when he was leading, when it's a solo month, my perspective is it's a solo month. Mm-hmm. So I was very fortunate that my district director, he needed my support out of state and I supported an Eddie Bauer up in Montana. Okay. I also opened myself up to support for other locations. So if anywhere in Colorado needs support, I'm the traveling manager as well. Okay. I enjoy it. I like learning within different four walls. And he knows, and the team knows, call me on my cell phone. My (laughs) phone is on. Email me, whatever you need. But he really did not often. He is... He's ready. He is a very, very ready and capable next leader for Eddie. But how wonderful to have your name attached to his future success, which I'm sure will be great. It does feel good, and I do appreciate the compliment, but I just turn it all to him. Yeah, There's so much that I feel we do for ourselves, for that self-drive, that he is just exceptional. Great. Yeah. But to be able to discover people like that, hire them, I don't know if you hired him, see the potential, invest in their training and development, get them into a program like this as a future store manager, that is the core and the beauty of retail. You find the right match for the right leader, the right company, the right needs in his development. And you're at this point signed off of like, he's ready to run a store. Ready to go. Yeah. He's proven that he can do that. And put like that, there is great pride there. Mm -hmm. Because in this retail setting, hiring is hard. It's said daily. It's seen daily. You see the postings. You see all the new posters that companies are investing in to help hire. (laughs) But I think if we could all spread more of our retail pride, hiring might be a little easier. Yeah. It's not about a poster. It's about the connection. Yeah. Just as it is with our customers, it's about the connection with the person that you're interviewing mm-hmm. and what you're going to share about your company that may catch for them and catch their ear, catch their eye, 
and may not. Yeah. My company currently is an outdoor company, and I always joke with my interviewees, I glamp. I, I, I Air quotes. I camp in a camper. <laughs> As we sit in an Airstream. In an Airstream. <laughs> uh, but right. I'm, not a, I'm not a tent camper. I'm not too avid of a hiker. I have two kids and a dog. There's only so far we could go. Maybe others will challenge me, but I enjoy Colorado for what Colorado can provide for me. It's and your version it's of my outdoor. version of outdoor. Yeah. <laughs> and to others, they can adventure as hard as they want to as well. Right. So right. But it's that combination of a love of a certain life, like an outdoor life, and a company that will help support my career growth. That's just a good example of embracing what I love because then I can speak passionately to the customer. Mm -hmm. And I have the opportunity to, to grow my career to store manager and beyond. And maybe it's the schedule that I need for my life, for my kids. I know we keep coming back to this, but it's a really important point around choosing retail as a career and choosing a company that supports your growth. Mm -hmm. It sounds like that is something you've had today and in your past. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. Can we um, go back to the pillars? Because I always yeah. love to ask kind of which pillar between empathy, curiosity, and focus most resonates with you or how do they show up in your life? You know, I was thinking on that earlier this morning and I almost just feel like they're a three-legged stool. Mm -hmm. We say that a lot at Eddie in reference to many different things, <laughs> but you have to have all three. They may not all show up in the same day. Mm -hmm. Maybe they do. And it's not that your chair is going to fall if you don't have one of them. But for me, curiosity, staying curious, that's the teacher in me. Mm -hmm. It's the, the mother in me. What are my kids doing? <laughs> but what are, my, what are my teams doing? What are they thinking when I give them this direction? Are they understanding it? Where do I need to follow up? How do I need to redirect? How do I need to re-say that or mm -hmm. re-teach that? Curiosity, I think, for me, is my foundational pillar. And then empathy. If we're not connecting with our people and really, truly understanding who they are and what drives them for supporting us in the arena, we're going to miss and not feel the success that we want to feel. Yeah. And focus as leaders and managers, directors, presidents. Yeah. Focus is always there but it can also be you know the buzzing hummingbird that's you know we can't quite nail down because yep. things come up so we always just have to make sure that we're taking our time to focus and be intentional about it very intentional right and find there's a couple kind of best practices i share in the book but you have to find your own way to stay focused that's right for you no one can tell you how to do that no right and in retail you know, sometimes it's the food court to like, let me just get away from the store. Or if you're lucky enough to have an office or, you know, find those moments where you can articulate what you need, have intention, think about what's next. What does my team need? All of that is a really intentional way to think about that buzzing hummingbird, like always busy, always something life of being a store manager that you experience every day. Yeah. And Layered in is your time management and not your 
your schedule of your day, but your schedule within your day. Mm-hmm. How are you truly using your time to be successful for your teams? And that can create focus. Yeah, I see that. What's next for you, April? Today, I'll be heading back to beautiful Breckenridge for <laughs> a little bit of PTO. Nice. <laughs> so thank you, Eddie Bauer. <laughs> Very much appreciated. Well-deserved. Um, for my career, I work with some incredible leaders that I have just not seen the level of talent and investment and empathy before. And so I'm very much driven for next. Mm. I've told my district director all, I tell them all the time, I want your job. (laughs) So we will see, but I am beyond ecstatic and proud to work at Park Meadows Mall and to have the opportunities that I do in Colorado to support my fellow partner stores and to make sure that they're comfortable and that they're feeling successful. Yeah. That keeps me happy. Wow. What a pleasure to meet you. So nice meeting you. Thank you. You know, Colorado is rooted in outdoor life, um, but Denver is also a huge city. And so how do you balance all of that? And having someone like you share on the podcast, just how, how all of that works together, been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Thanks, Thanks, April. Thank you, April, for being on the show today and to everyone for listening. Pay your retail pride forward and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, write a review, and then share this podcast with everyone you know that works in retail. Go to retailpride.com or follow me on Instagram at retailpride to see all of the details about the Retail in America tour. And with that, keep your retail pride strong, and I will see you on the road.